Welcome to Flashback Tracks. Travel back in time each Friday to an era of big hair, leg warmers, and Walkmans. Far out. Veg out with some clips from Downtime Broadcasting's promotional audio cassette magazine from the 80s and 90s, right here on the World Wide Web. Here's an article written by Dr. Kenneth H. Killen from the buyer's side, reprised with permission of Purchasing World Magazine, copyright 1987, International all rights reserved, and is entitled, The Evil of Low Prices. One December day when the snow just wouldn't let up, the participants in a workshop I was conducting on negotiating concluded that God had probably ordered sunshine and dry weather for that day, but that he had placed the order with the bitter. I use this story to introduce the topic of abuse of bid pricing. Against standard prices are catalog prices as well as negotiated prices. My thesis is that low price drives quality and service out of the marketplace. For a number of years, I've been conducting an informal study of buyer behavior. One of the factors I've examined is the primary reason a buyer selects one supplier over another. Ask any buyer how he selects suppliers, and he'll probably say something like, well, first I make sure the supplier has good quality and then pick the one with the lowest price. That is what most buyers say, but that isn't what the majority actually does. One of the techniques that I've used to study this question is a case problem. For almost 20 years in the purchasing workshops that I've conducted, I've used a case that requires the buyer to select a supplier from one of four choices. And to be fair, none of the choices is an outstanding candidate. On average, over 50% of the participants make the worst choice. The most critical factor in this case is on-time delivery. The supplier picked by the majority of seminar attendees has no money, so he must secure a bank loan. He has no employees, so he must hire them. He has no equipment, so he must purchase it after getting the bank loan. This supplier has no place of business, so he must rent space. This does not sound like a prescription for on-time delivery to me. This was a real case. The supplier was given a week to get the needed things. Naturally, the supplier was unable to do all of this in a week. The order was given to another vendor. Why does the majority choose this supplier? Two reasons. One, emotional. He was the underdog, and he seemed to know a lot about the item needed. And two, he was the low bidder. In another case that I use regularly in my workshops, the buyer uses a regular supplier who seems to be doing a good job. The buyer goes out for bids to this supplier and eight others. The low bidder is three cents per item below the regular supplier, or $25 lower. On average, over half of the group will pick the low bidder in spite of the fact that they know nothing about the low bidder quality or service. Well, you may be saying that's only a case problem. It's not like that in the real world where we have more information. We don't make decisions like that. But decisions like this take place all the time. For example, a large manufacturer had bought equipment from a large company for years before decided to get bids from other firms. A smaller company pointed out that the larger firm had cheated on the specifications, supplying less expensive stainless steel plated parts, not the required stainless steel parts. When the final bids were in, the larger company's was $1,000. It was chosen as supplier even though it had been supplying lower quality parts for years and even though the smaller firm had provided extra services. The truth is that price is almost always the easiest and most objective factor that purchasing has to base a decision on. Our measurements of quality and service are largely subjective. This is not because we cannot quantify them. We can and should. But we don't. 
Consequently, price consideration becomes dominant over quality and service. Now, let's return to our theme. Low price drives quality and service out of the marketplace. Supplier's not dumb. When they find that low price gets the order, they focus on price instead of quality or service. As a result, both decline because they do not help get the order. What we should do is buy low cost, not low price. What's the difference? Price is what we pay the supplier for the good or service. The buyer's cost is price plus other expenses associated with the purchase. Some examples of other expenses are incoming inspection, cost of carrying inventory usually ranges from 20 to 25 percent currently, cost involved in returning defective goods and getting replacements, cost of production downtime because of inconsistent quality, and loss of customers due to quality problems or late delivery caused by the supplier. Unfortunately, our accounting systems usually do not capture the cost cited above or relate them back to the purchased item. Quite often, the low price is the high cost. The message is clear. To stop driving quality and service out of the marketplace, buy low cost, not low price. Travel back in time with us next Friday as we share more clips from the 80s and 90s on another rad episode of Flashback Tracks, exclusively on Promo Corner. Time to bounce.